everyone. This is Shaylee Griffin with the Aspiring Cowgirl, and I am so glad to be back here and doing a podcast this week, and it has been very busy. Um, we have been trying to get our other business off and running, which is the Buddy Vacuum Trailer. Everybody needs a buddy for cleaning horse stalls. So my husband created a vacuum trailer that is to help you clean horse stalls. We have discovered through the process in the last three years of um, innovating this vacuum trailer that you can do much, much more. And we've even come up with a conversion that is uh, an actual manure spreader. So it has been amazing for the smaller facilities so for any of you that did not know what we do for our main provision for our um, our business that is it that is our main deal it was a gift from God that he downloaded to my husband I actually did not realize quite what a pro or what a machine it was until um, we started demonstrating it and people were going crazy over it at expo centers and um, places that have big rodeos. Uh, love them because it helps them turn over their facility quicker uh, and easier. And it's actually, uh, we've come up with a great filtration system. I don't mean to go on about this, but I just want you to understand what it is if you'd like to see videos um on it you can go to buddytrailers.com and so i will try to not talk about that anymore sorry i just kind of got off on a telling you about the buddy trailer we're very excited about it rfdt it's been on rfdtv it's also been a commercial on the cowboy channel so we're really excited that god is ramping that all up so it has kept us very busy I hope you guys are doing great. Everything's starting to get started again. Rodeos are out there. Rodeos are going. We're so excited to be able to be on the road again. I have been trying to get my feet wet and uh, again. And I have to tell you, I that competition thing is kicking my butt. Um, I don't know if you're competing or you're just starting to compete uh, to be a champion, but a long time, uh, take some time to get your feet wet competing again, uh, dealing with those nerves, dealing with those emotions um, that you have. And I'll be honest with you, I don't, I really believe that I can control my nerves very well, but what I'm doing in the practice pen and what I'm doing at the competitions is completely different. I have been very confident. I feel prepared. I feel like I practice all the time. I, you know, practice the dummy. I practice on live calves. I feel like I am going through the preparation it takes to become a champion but when I get to the competition, the actual competition, I have been struggling. And it's to struggling to, I can't think of the word, but to um, 
have the actual actions happen that I know I am capable of, I know I've prepared for, and it's like it's not registering from my mind to my body. So that kind of brings up what I want to talk about today. Um, we started last, uh, the last pad- podcast, I talked about being a champion, what it is to be a champion, the characters of a champion, the characteristics of a champion, and stuff like that. Well, today I would like to talk about the mind of a champion. And I really love this subject because I coach. I coach people, um, I coach people for their thoughts, their mind, their, um, I just do it on a personal level, but I'm actually getting ready to launch a program and it's called Encourage with an I, I N dash courage. And it's about building the strength within and it's about overcoming negative thoughts with positive thoughts, but it's not just about that. It's about breaking down the thoughts that you have in why you have them and facing them. So one thing that when you're trying to become a champion, I when you think of a champion, I think of courage. I think of tenacity. I think of strength. I feel I think of a lot of strong Uh, words that describe the characteristic of a champion well here's something that I don't know if you think about in order to be courageous you have to face fear and a lot of people's you know like especially with the coronavirus going on and stuff the the big scripture was second timothy 1 7 I do not have a spirit of fear but I have one of power love and sound mind That's my favorite scripture. I love it. Um, But in that place, we tend to, we say it, but do we actually face fear? We, um, when we get scared about something, like scared about catching the coronavirus, are we facing it or are we hiding from it? And... So what's courageous? You know, like I think you have to have wisdom when you're courageous, when you're when you you have to have a strategy, you have to um you know, you have to face the fear. You have to fear face the giant. You know, you have to go into a place that makes you uncomfortable. So when we're competing, I feel like that's part of it. It's about facing your fears and overcoming those fears, those thoughts, those um, inadequacies, those um, those times when, like the other day, I was so frustrated because I had such a good practice the night before, and why did I go out there and at, and I threw a loop like I've never, like I totally didn't even know how to throw a loop. I mean, it was like. You know, and you want to look at, do I, is it embarrassing? If it's embarrassing, am I, am I fighting pride? Am, am I fighting judgment of others? Instead of drawing 
away from that and saying, I'm going to give up. I'm not going to compete. I look at it like I have to face that. I have to face, am I having pride? If I am, what does that feel like? Where am I going to go with it? If it feels like a wrenching gut, you know, it's like when you have pride, when you face something that you aren't really proud of, don't you feel a little bit of shame? Like you, you, what's shame feel like? Shame feels like a little, it feels hot in your cheeks. It feels like a kind of a wrench in your gut. It kind of feels like, ugh, I don't really like that feeling. And so we have that option right then and there. Do we hide from it or do we face it? And so, you know, I'm saying all this just to kind of give you a little glimpse into my Encourage program is that it's about, it's, it's about, you know, in your gut, you're supposed to be doing something. If it's competing in the rodeo arena or it's, um, maybe you're supposed to talk to somebody Um, You know, you need to communicate with somebody, but you've kind of been putting it off because you just fear their reaction. Um, Maybe you just don't want to, you know, like you just don't want to face that reaction. You don't want to face that situation. And um, so we tend to pull back and not really be courageous in those places. So... So Encourage is about building on facing our fears and facing um, what we know in our gut we're supposed to be doing, but we're just not doing it. And, you know, that can even go to marriage. You know, like I've struggled in my marriage before. I mean, if you've been married more than a year, you've probably struggled sometime or another. And, you know, it's either do we face this? Do we communicate about it? Do we get it uh, resurrected and and taken care of before it starts to create cancer in our marriage and in our relationship. So we, you know, how can we learn to overcome the obstacles and learn to communicate better, learn how to react to our to things in our life that, and react in a positive manner and not in a negative manner. And to take our thoughts captive, it's about taking them captive and turning our thoughts around so we can make wise decisions that bear fruit in our lives, right? So if we're competing, if I learn to overcome the anxiety or the nerves that I'm having in competing, then I can perform and win. And so that's what, you know, it's not just with um, being inside the arena, rodeo arena, but being outside the rodeo arena. I hope this is all making sense. It makes sense in my head, right? Anyway, so um, here's a really simple example. Okay, a child learns to walk but doesn't do it without falling down. But the desire to walk overrides the frustration of falling down. Well, that's what we have to learn 
you know, we desire to be a champion. We desire to fight for a cause. We desire to um, be a champion in the rodeo. We desire to be a breakaway champion. We desire to be a barrel champion. We be desire to be a world all around champion. So in those places, we have a desire that is pushing us and, and helping us. It's a strong feeling of wanting to have something or wanting to have something done or to happen. So that's what we're living out of that desire, right? So um, our lives are a sense of real life. In a sense, they're like real life competition. But we're not competing against any person we're just kind of competing against ourselves. Can we overcome it or can we not? And we can, we can. We, our brain, our mind is the most powerful tool we have and it's the most valuable tool we have. So if that's the case, whether you're losing weight, trying to help a marriage, trying to learn how to rope, trying to, I mean, it doesn't matter, trying to parent, it doesn't matter like what our situation is that is our priority at the moment. We have what it takes. It's in our mind. But if we allow doubt or any other negative emotion to come into our mind, then we will not be able to achieve what our desires are. So we've got to learn how to take our thoughts captive and even look within ourselves because we're the only person that we can change. We're the only person we can. We do not have the power to change somebody else. We can encourage, we can inspire, we can, um, you know, speak wisdom into somebody, but we can't change them unless they are, you know, they, they have to be willing to change. They have to make the desired choice to change. And so like when we did, um, when we facilitated and helped people in marriages, if one person is willing, but the other one is not, it's like spinning your wheels because you're trying to help two people unite and become one. But if one chooses not to, one chooses all, you know, to, I am done, I am out, then it is really hard. You can't, you cannot bring them together. But if there is two willing people to come together, then it is very possible, very possible. And that's why, you know, we love to help marriages because, um, because most of the time people do love each other. They just don't agree with each other. And so there's some doubt, there's some distrust, there's something that's causing them to not want to agree. When two minds are in going in different directions, they cannot go in the same path. So you've, <clears throat> we have to get our mindset back to, I want to make this work. I'm willing to do whatever it's going to take, even when I don't like that person. <laughs> and it's true. And so that goes with any relationship. 
you know, um, it's a choice and it all comes down to our minds. So, um, I just wanted to talk to you a little bit about the feelings and emotions that cause us or that do derail us sometimes. Um, like procrastination, self-doubt, fear, arrogance, laziness, perfectionism. Those are really tough ones. Um, like what are those emotions or those, those, um, those are kind of self-sabotaging emotions and we've put a label on them like procrastination. If you procrastinate, um, practicing, then you're probably not going to perform to your best ability. It doesn't matter what you're doing. If you self-doubt and always think, I can't, I can't, I can't, then you probably can't because you keep speaking it out over yourself. You keep telling yourself you can't. Um, fear, you know, it's about looking, what am I scared of? What am I scared of what's going to happen? And if it does happen, what, it, you know, that's where I like to go with people. Um, like, for instance, if there was a person that said, I'm scared he'll leave me. Um, what, who told you that he was going to leave you? Like, um, or, you know, like we start looking at that. Okay. So what, what about performing in rodeo arena? What, what scares me? I'm scared. I will miss if I'm telling myself that then that is sabotaging my performance. Um, I really don't like it when my husband yells when I'm trying to, um, you know, I'm getting, I'm trying to get out. I'm good on a calf. Like I'm trying to catch the barrier. I'm trying to push the barrier. And if he says, you're late, if he yells that, that drives me crazy because I don't want you to tell me I'm late. I want you to speak positive. I want you to yell, go get him or ride hard or anything, but don't tell me I'm late because that I'm late puts a negative thought in my mind. And so in that place, I just want him to speak life over me. I want him to speak positive. I want, you know, we don't realize that the, what we speak in our own mind or what somebody speaks over us can affect our thoughts and our, those thoughts affect our performance because what your mind, your mind tells your body what to do. So it's a proven scientific fact. Okay. So, um, how do we defeat and face these negative emotions? We change our mind. We change it. Um, how do you, you know, like what, I guess my, my thoughts are with every change comes a sacrifice and the sacrifice, you know, it's free to change, but it will cost you to sacrifice. It will cost you a sacrifice. 
So, um, it's painful and it's hard, but it's so worth it. I mean, if you've been practicing an event, a rodeo event, the one time you have a really good time on barrel racing or the time you have a really good time in breakaway or you have really good time in team roping it makes you coming back it makes you want to come back the sacrifice everything you've done to get to that point that one point makes you want to come back so um how do we what, what can we override those emotions with? Those negative emotions. So, determination. Persistence. Acceptance. Ooh, acceptance is such a good one because do you accept yourself as you are or are you constantly putting yourself down? Like, I think I, I know... I used to feel insufficient. And what's the definition of insufficient? It means not enough. So if I always felt like I was not enough, then how can I perform to my greatest ability? So if I can be, if I, if I accept myself, now I know that I am enough and I accept myself as enough, then my confidence goes up. I know I can go out there and beat all the pros. I know I can. I just haven't. There's one little thing. I know there's going to be an aha moment because God would not put this desire so deep, so strong in my heart to not reach that place. So another useful emotion that goes along with trying to renew our mind, transform our mind is awareness, awareness of ourselves. Like what we have to be aware of what we're thinking. Like for years, I didn't know I felt insufficient. I just knew I just didn't feel right. You know, I just didn't, I felt like I was always trying to please people, do what they wanted me to do. Like There was a point when I was probably 40, and I'm 49 now, that I started thinking, who is Shaylee? I don't even know who Shaylee is, you know? And that's where we have to learn who we are. Who are we? What are the desires of my heart? What, what, not what I do, but who I am. What are my beliefs? Are my beliefs because somebody's taught me to be that way or am I, is that really how I believe? And so I think it's just good for us to be aware of our own selves, of who we are as a person. And um, sometimes when we're, um, when we are parents, we get so caught up in our children's lives that we don't even, we're starting to live our desires and stuff through them and then is that allowing them to be the people that they are created to be or are we pushing our own desires or our own wants that we might have feel like we missed out on um we're and are we pushing that on them 
we don't want to do that because they were created to be their own people. And um, so you can, you know, definitely teach them values and morals and, and beliefs, but, you know, like in God and stuff like that. But you want them to be who they were created to be and not what you are putting on them. So I think that's really important. Okay, so if we go on and talk about ambition, a str- ambition is a strong desire to achieve something requiring determination and hard work. I love that because I feel like I'm very ambitious and I want to do whatever it takes to get to a championship. And you know, I've talked about this in the last one that a champion isn't just about reward of overcoming the rivals in a competition. It's about fighting for a cause. So what's our cause? What are we, you know, are we fighting for good or are we fighting out of selfish desires? So I think it's just important to ask ourselves who we are and what we are doing it for, right? Um, a lot of times fear keeps us from taking the risk. Um, but when we ask ourselves, what is fear? What, what, what does it look like? What do I fear? Why do I fear it? What's it feel like? You know, we start asking ourselves those questions and asking the Lord to reveal to us about our fears. And I promise you, he will respond because he wants you rid of that. And no one is born a pro. Your journey is what you, what got you this far. Now you get to celebrate it. You know, like you're your journey, celebrate the journey along the way, you know, like, no, I'm not where I want to be, but I'm not where I used to be, you know, that's about aspiring to be a cowgirl, that's what it's about, is directing my hopes and ambitions towards becoming a specified person, I hope to become a champion, I hope to become a world champion, you might be just hoping to be an amateur champion in the amateur association it doesn't matter you just have to go towards it so so like if you're fighting for a cause I I feel like my cause is I am fighting for God's kingdom um what's that look like I want to help and I want to coach people to have more understanding so they can know who they are and what their purpose is in life. That's my goal. That is, um, that's what I want to do for people because in the end, the most precious gift we can give to people is time and I think encouraging them to find who they are and who they were created to be is another amazing gift that if I can facilitate and I can be a part of, it's an honor. And what's a warrior? A warrior fights for honor. 
And so I just, I, I fight for people to, to have more understanding and guidance in learning who, who they are, whose they are, and what they were created on this earth for. And um, sometimes that looks like giving roping lessons. And sometimes that actually is sitting down outside on a ta- at a table in front of the barn and just having an amazing conversation with somebody. Um, sometimes that means meeting somebody new at the rodeo arena and becoming friends with them. Sometimes that means um, somebody is struggling deep and they want coached through a situation that they don't know how to get through. And I just facilitate that. I just coach them through that and they, they figure it out. I love it. It's my favorite thing to do in the world. And that's what I do for a living. And I love that. And, um, so I did hair for 26 years. I know how to communicate. I know how to listen. And so I love to watch people get an aha moment. I love to watch people transform right before my eyes. And I'm not the one that did it. Like God does it right in front of my eyes. And I love that. So, um, so that's what I just want to you to find what your purpose and what your direction is. And hopefully it's, it's in learning how to become a champion in in and outside the arena maybe you're just a maybe you're a mom that is driving your kids to rodeos and that's your purpose right now but that doesn't mean your dreams are dead that means there's something waiting for you when your kids are gone there's something that you could start sharpening towards when your kids are off on their own it means Um, what's a dream that you've had as a child that you thought was gone? You know, like, did you dream about being a vet? Did you dream about, um, being a doctor? Did you dream about, you know, like what's, what was that dream and how could you go towards that dream? It probably doesn't look like what you thought it was going to look like because you're at this place right now. But it doesn't mean there's something there. Like for me, I wanted to be a vet. I'm not going to go to school for for however many years and be a vet. But I do get to do stuff that I love horses. I get to do stuff that I love with rodeo. I get to do stuff with um, people. I get to, you know, like there's a lot of similarities in that. That I may not you know, help the horse in that sense, but I help, you know, like in the health sense, but I help a horse, um, learn new moves. I get to train horses to do, you know, to, to perform in a better sense. I've learned so much from horses just because I get to spend time with them. And that's what I wanted in the whole scheme of it. I just wanted to be able to love horses but it doesn't look the way I thought it was going to look. But you know what? I love it even more. 
So kind of ask yourself, what are those things? What, what things do I desire? What ambitions do I have? What do I want to do? Maybe you're a kid, a high school kid that's here at the high school rodeo finals and you're just trying to figure things out, you know, like, where is this going after I get done with this because of the coronavirus? And, and you know, I, I just think you have to get your thoughts um, in line and, and start thinking, what am I feeling? What am I having anxiety about? What am I... And then I'm going to face them. I'm going to face my fears because I've proven just in rodeo alone that I can overcome. I can perform and I can do anything that's set in front of me because if I could go rope a calf or I could go tie a goat or I could go run the pole pattern or the barrel pattern or I can team rope, I can do more than most people can do um, out there because... Like, you think about it, there's there's a ton of people that don't know how to do any of that. And you know how to do it. So, you are capable. You are enough. You are sufficient. You are, um, you are strong. You are courageous. And I just can't wait to hear from you guys on what you are doing in your lives. I hope this inspired you and encouraged you to go forward towards something and start looking into your thoughts, start looking into your emotions and start transforming into a place. If you'd like more um, in-depth information about what I do for people and you want to get on a phone call, please give me a holler. Um, you can email me at aspiringcowgirl at gmail.com. You can message me on Facebook on the Aspiring Cowgirl uh, Facebook page. You can uh, just message me on there. It's private, so you nobody will see what you had to say. And I just want to hear from you guys. What do you want on here? What do you want to learn more about? Do you have any thoughts um, about being a champion? I have some ideas. I have a ton of notes, but I just want to make sure that I'm going in the right direction of what you guys are receiving is what you want to receive and you are learning from it. So I am so grateful that you listened to my podcast and I want to hear from you. So please, please give me a holler. And next time we'll just continue this conversation about becoming a champion and overcoming, like actually having a mind of a champion, because I really think that that's where this is going and the direction God's um, taking it is about what happens in the mind tells your body what to do and you have to have your thoughts in order and that brings confidence and I think it will help you. So I hope everybody's doing well on the rodeo trail. Be careful out there. It's been a little weird lately, but um, I pray blessings over you. I pray for safety and a hedge of protection around you. Um, Put the Lord first, get into his word, and allow him to transform your heart and your thoughts. And I will see you 
and be inspired and be an aspiring cowgirl. Stay on point. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.